But what if you're one of those people who says, hey, crypto is done, it's never coming back, FTX, Celsius, BlockFi, Voyager, all these were scams, it's one big Ponzi. I just tell them, check the data, check the chart. There's a reason why it's called the next internet. You have a margin of safety. That margin of safety is what helps make you money. But that is the time, anything you wanna buy, a house, take care of your kids, tuition, whatever, you should do it by then. So this makes it a lot easier to get to a billion users. Look out for this narrative. How do we actually make millions? Hey, Tokenmetrics family. Welcome to the show. I'm Ian Bellina, and I have the video for you. You guys have been asking for this. So I sat down and really did a presentation on how to make millions in the next crypto bull run. Obviously, those of you who know my story, I made millions in the last two crypto bull runs. But now I want to break it down in terms of the actual strategy during this crypto bear market on how to accumulate and know when to time and exit and take profits. So on this, on today's presentation, I'll be going through a quick background on myself for those of you who are new to the channel on Tokenmetrics, and then give you the current market outlook and the future market outlook and then break it down on how to make millions in the next quarter bull run. For those of you who, who don't know, I'm Ian Bellina. I'm founder and CEO of Tokenmetrics. We're an AI-driven crypto analytics research and an investment platform, helping crypto investors make money in crypto using AI. I'm also the general partner at Tokenmetrics Ventures, which is a crypto multi-strategy fund that does both venture capital and public markets investing and trading. My background, my claim to fame in crypto is back in 2017, I basically turned 20,000 US dollars into $5 million in less than 12 months using a data-driven approach to investing, essentially the money vault of investing in crypto using my spreadsheet that is now Tokenmetrics. So basically it was a spreadsheet breaking down all the hot ICOs and which ones mattered based on several data points, based on the tokenomics, based on the team, all-star team, advisors. I basically studied as many ICOs as I could back in the day and try to find what were the patterns, what were the common data points that mattered the most, and then basically built an algorithm via a spreadsheet to then try to rate new upcoming ICOs. And using this strategy, I was early in, in, the, in the private sale of ICOs like Chainlink. My first 100X was Wabi and Icon. I was early in Helium back in 2018, early in Polygon back in 2018. But and now we've taken that same strategy and added AI to it, and that's where Tokenmetrics platform comes from. Prior to that, I was working at IBM. I was a sales engineer there, basically for four years. Loved it. A great time. Was also an IT consultant at Deloitte. And my background is as a computer engineer, master's and bachelor's. This is what makes me very, very technical, but I'm also an entrepreneur, hardcore entrepreneur and business person. That's why I'm able to basically translate both the business world with the technical world. And it gives me quite, a, quite the unique expertise to be able to assess crypto projects. And it's helped me really uh, build wealth in crypto. All right, so enough about me. Let's go to the current market outlook. Let me give you the analysis of where we are as of right now. This is our platform, Tokenmetrics. We have what we call the market indicator. This is a free page. Anybody can go and access this. But this basically tells us we are in a bearish trend. Now, people like to, to view the market as a bull market and a bear market. You have to toss that notion out the window. That does not exist because that, that notion by itself will make you miss making a lot of money in crypto. You have to shift that from markets to bullish and bearish trends because you can have bullish trends in a bear market and make a lot of money. There are people making 
1x, 5x, 10x's in a bear market because they're able to capture the bullish trends. Whether it was Canto doing a 7x, whether it was with Caspa doing a 100x in a, in a bear market, whether it was with Rollbit doing a 100x in a bear market, there's alpha out there no matter where you look. You have to just find it. And that's what we're trying to help you do. Now, that being said, looking at this chart, you can see that we basically have bullish trends and bearish trends. Now, obviously, you want to buy when it's a bullish trend and sell when it's a bearish trend. That's in terms of the market as a whole. But even in a bearish trend and a bullish trend, there are cycles, right? So I like to view it as risk on, risk off. When it's bearish, it's risk off. You can still be in the market, but you have to be very, very conservative and you have to, it has to be a sure thing. You can't be out there being a crypto degen. In a, when, in a bullish trend, you can be a degen. It's risk on. You can be a lot more aggressive with your investing. All right, so where does that take us? This is our altcoin season and Bitcoin season indicator. And looking at this, as of today, we're actually out of Bitcoin season. There was a sharp swing from Bitcoin season into this white space. Now, we're not quite inside altcoin season. However, we're out of Bitcoin season. Now, this could change because if you go back in time, you can see this has gone in cycles from altcoin season to Bitcoin season to the white space. But the way I like to view what this chart is, when it's Bitcoin season, money and the profits are primarily being made in Bitcoin. Crypto moves in cycles. It likes to go wax on, wax off, like Mr. Miyagi in Karate Kid. Right? Basically, profits are made in Bitcoin. Then after a while, Bitcoin peaks. People take profits from Bitcoin and put those profits into altcoins. And that's when we have altcoin season. That's when we have the big crypto bull run. That's when lots of altcoins do 100x, sometimes even 1,000x in terms of returns. But how do you time that? Well, this indicator is designed to help you with that. But more specifically, when this indicator hits altcoin season, that's typically the time to take profits. That's typically the time to take money off the table. Because once altcoin season is over, we're typically going back in a bear market or a bearish trend. Now, with that being said, I want to kind of zoom out and actually get out of crypto. Typically, I don't like the macro. I don't like looking at the macro. Because as a, as a deep value investor, as I mentioned before, there's a bull market or there's money to, to, to be made anywhere at any time. However, I still want to give people perspective of what's happening with the macro. And basically, it doesn't matter what country and whether it's in the, in the US, outside the US, people are having issues with inflation and recession, right? So here, here we have two charts, right? The first chart is basically showing us the inflation rate over time, right? So basically from April 2020, it was basically... 0.3%, and it went up all the way to April 2022, basically two years later, to as high as 9.1%. Now it's basically de declining. Now it's been declining because people, because governments and central banks have been raising interest rates to make it harder to borrow money and access money, to basically slow down the rapid growth and inflation. And then this is a chart basically from Bloomberg and Goldman Sachs and research that's basically showing the 12 month probability of a recession. Now this has been increasing. Now, I'm not here to talk to you about recession or inflation, but I just want to tell you that in general, the economy globally and in the U.S. especially due to quantitative easing has been affected. And this has also been in a way impacting crypto. Right. Just want to give you that current market outlook and then crypto. What, what about crypto regulation? We've got the SEC. We've got the CFTC going after all these crypto exchanges, Binance, Coinbase. They're really waging this crypto war 
also known as Operation Choke Point 2.0 versus crypto. They're trying to push crypto outside the US. Now, I quite frankly think they're wrong because technology and innovation is undefeated. So with them trying to push this overseas, there'll be arbitrage done by other countries that will, will welcome crypto, whether it's the UAE, Dubai, whether it's uh, the UK, whether it's Switzerland, Hong Kong, even China now is kind of trying to get into crypto with that CBDC. But some country is not going to drop the bag. They will not fumble the bag on crypto on the next internet on Web3. But with this being said, though, how is crypto going to become regulated globally, right? So here's a chart showing you where countries are becoming pro-crypto, right? So here, breaking this down, we've got Switzerland, Singapore, UAE, Gibraltar, Estonia, even the Cayman Islands and Hong Kong as regions around the world that are welcoming crypto. And this arbitrage to me makes me bullish on crypto because crypto is like the internet. You cannot ban crypto. You can't ban Bitcoin. It's fully decentralized for the most part, not talking about centralized coins, but for the most part, it's fully decentralized. It's like back in the day trying to ban the internet. Countries that fumble that bag, they're still trying to recover from that. And I don't think the US is that stupid to fumble the bag. Anyway, enough about the current market outlook in terms of regulation and how crypto is trying to be pushed overseas. How do we actually make money with this? Where's crypto going in the future? Even though I shock people and tell them, I'm in crypto, been in crypto since 2016. I don't own any Bitcoin. Yes, I know. All the Bitcoin maxis are leaving the chat or the room. But that's primarily because, not because I don't believe in Bitcoin. Bitcoin is great technology, but there is no alpha in holding Bitcoin. There is no 100x or 1000x in holding Bitcoin. Right? That's why I like to invest in early stage projects, um, typically very low cap. Right? In a way, I'm a strategic sniper crypto DJ. Right, but we'll get it, get it, get into that later. But with that being said, if we're looking at the future, we always have to begin with Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the largest cryptocurrency out there, and Bitcoin sets the trend, whether it's a bullish trend or a bearish trend. And we have to specifically look at the Bitcoin halving and the rallies that happen pre and post halving. Here's a chart from Pantera Capital that basically breaks down the actual halving rallies before and after the halving. So looking at this, in 2012 we had a 5.7x pre-halving rally, which then led into a 93x post-halving rally. I mean, that's a huge return. But not all of us can go back in time and buy Bitcoin in 2013. Now, if we go to 2016, right, we've got 3.4x pre-halving rally and a 30x post-halving rally. Then if we come here, we've got 2.7x pre-halving Bitcoin rally to a 7.8x post-halving rally. Now, one thing you notice, the pattern, right? It's not rocket science over here. With each halving, the returns pre-halving and post-halving decrease on Bitcoin. So with each halving, there's less money to be made on Bitcoin, right? So here, they're actually predicting for the next halving, which is slated to be April 2024, Pantera Capital is basically predicting a 2.3x pre-halving rally on Bitcoin, which means that by April 20 24, Bitcoin is going to be at about 35K is their prediction. And then post-halving rally, they predict Bitcoin is going to be at 4.2x rally at basically 148K. Let's round up 150K is their prediction for Bitcoin, which actually lines up close to our, our prediction we put out before in past videos. But just have that right now. Basically, Pentair Capital, one of the big funds in crypto, is saying that by April 2024, Bitcoin will be at 35K. 
And by the end of the rally, by the end of the post halving, basically at the top of the bull run, Bitcoin will be at about 150K. Now let's actually pull up a different chart here. This is the chart from Coindesk, also doing the same thing, basically showing us the number of days specifically before and after a Bitcoin halving, right? So here we've got November 28th, 2012 as the Bitcoin rally, uh, Bitcoin halving. You basically have one year prior to that, Bitcoin has gone up 385% in price. And then after that, it's gone up 80X, basically 8,069% in price, right? Going from basically 254 to about $1,000. And now the same thing, one year prior to the halving, we have Bitcoin went up 142%. And one year later, it went up 284%. And basically from 270 to $2,500. And now if we go to the next the next rally or next halving, we've got one year prior, it only went up 17%. And a year later, it went up 559%. And basically went from $7,300 to $56,000. But looking at this and looking at the data, this is something that is fundamentally true, although it's limited, we've had very few halvings, but typically with every Bitcoin halving, we have 15, if you want to be if you, want to, if you want to add some wiggle room, maybe 16 months of a Bitcoin bull market. So basically, we can just take any Bitcoin halving and say, okay, by 15 or 16 months, that's the top. That's the time to take profits. That's the time to take money off the table. Maybe not fully get out of crypto or Bitcoin, but that is the time. Anything you want to buy, a house, take care of your kids, tuition, whatever, you should do it by then because Typically, historically speaking, it is going down. If we take that same strategy, that means by summer, if the Bitcoin halving is slated to be April 2024, by summer 2025, we should be taking money off the table. So that's what we're calling, Token Metrics research team is calling, the top in Bitcoin and crypto. Now, obviously, this could be a moving target. If the US ends up regulating crypto and there's clarity and Coinbase wins the lawsuit and XRP and Binance win, this could be a moving target, right? Anything is possible in crypto. But as of right now, we're predicting Bitcoin halvings are already slated to be April 2024. And the top is slated to be summer 2025, not financial advice. All right. So, but what if you're one of those people who says, hey, crypto is done. It's never coming back. FTX, Celsius, BlockFi, Voyager, all these were scams. It's one big Ponzi. I just tell them, check the data, check the chart. Right? There's a reason why it's called Web 3.0. There's a reason why it's called the next internet. And here's a chart that's literally breaking down the growth of the internet total users with the growth of crypto total users over time. And crypto is growing at the same pace as the internet did. Right? So this chart is comparing the growth of the internet from 1990 to 2000. So basically before the dot-com dot collapse. And look at crypto. It's in lockstep. So currently we're estimated at around 200 million total crypto users. If we keep on going towards 2024 and beyond, if crypto keeps on growing at the same pace as the next internet, by 2026, 2027, we'll be at 1 billion crypto users. So imagine the world with 1 billion crypto users. And imagine you being early in crypto right now. How much money do you think you'll make as an investor, right? Taking that risk early on. So do you want to miss on the next internet? The reason it's called the next internet is because Back in the early 90s, right, Web 1.0 was essentially the early dot-com startups. So we had 
developers, right? We had Microsoft, we had Cisco, we had Google, we had Yahoo, we had Amazon, we had eBay, like all of the, all, all these companies, for those of you who were back uh, alive at that time, this was the original internet, the first internet, the first wave of the internet, Web 1.0. Web 2.0 was social, social media. We had Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, right? Basically everything became user-generated content, YouTube. The next wave of the internet, Web 2.0, was social media giving the user, who's in, in the Web 1.0 was a consumer, giving them the ability to become the publisher. Blogging became a thing. Content creation became a thing. Well, what is Web 3.0? Web 3.0 is basically making everything trustless, making everything decentralized, taking out the central middleman. So imagine a Facebook, a YouTube, an Uber that's peer-to-peer -peer with an online digital currency running that ecosystem and no middle or central entity that can censor or block it. That's Web 3.0. So I tell people, don't view crypto as just some digital magic internet money. View it as the next internet. When you view it in that perspective, with that lens, you realize that this is huge. If the next internet is gonna have a billion people globally, do you wanna miss that rocket ship? Do you wanna miss that boat? I don't think so, right? The people who missed Google or Amazon or Facebook, they didn't have generational wealth. And then people always call me a pummer bull, but it's for a reason. Historically speaking, being a long-term optimist is undefeated. So looking at this, right? This is basically a chart breaking down the S&P composite index from 1900 all the way to 2019. Yes, in the short term, if you're zooming in in a microscopic view, there are crashes, right? We have uh, the progressive era. We had World War One, Roaring Twenties, Great Depression, New Deal, World War Two, Korean War, right? We had all these big crashes. But long term, if you zoom out, this was a lot of money to be made. If you just zoom out, right? Being a long term optimist wins out. So what happens if we take that same approach with crypto, with Web3, with the next internet? Yes, there are all these crashes, FTX, Celsius, whatever. But just zoom out. If we're going to a billion crypto users, by 2027. What does that world look like? What does that reality look like? How do you make money before that happens? To me, I definitely believe crypto is the next internet. It's Web3. And crypto is the best bet at this moment, despite the uncertainty. Enough talking. How do we actually make millions with this strategy? This is where value investing comes in. Deep value investing. So my strategy right now basically is we have to accumulate before the Bitcoin halving. So we talked about pre-halving rallies, post-halving rallies. You want to have your shopping list of crypto assets you want to buy before the halving and accumulate those between now and April 2024. And then when the Bitcoin halving comes, you let it rip, you ride that rocket ship to the moon and beyond, you get the 100x, maybe even 1,000x, and by summer 2025, you're taking profits, taking money off the table. Maybe not everything, but a lot of everything, a lot of profits off the table hopefully life-changing money, hopefully millions. The premise of value investing is buy low, sell high. The market is pricing an asset, whether it's stocks, real estate, in our case, digital assets, crypto. The market is pricing an asset, but then you do your own research and determine your own price. And if you realize that based on your great research, whether it's your own research or using token metrics, based on your research, if you realize that the market is undervaluing an asset, that means there's money to be made. There's a discrepancy. The alpha is in that discrepancy. That's how you find those great investments, even in a bear market. Because even in a bear market, the market can be wrong.
and it takes some time, typically a while, for the market to reprice an asset to its correct intrinsic value. And once that's done, you take money off the table. That's how we found Canto early on when did a 7X in the bear market, Injective, Casper, and all these projects. By the fact that you're buying an asset that's undervalued by the market, you have a margin of safety. That margin of safety is what helps make you money. So you take that, then you also take big narratives in crypto. Right? So the big narratives we're looking out for from now up until the post-halving rally, you've got cross-chain interoperability, basically layer zero blockchains. You've got uh, ETH killers. ETH killers historically always do well. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying Ethereum is going to die. I love Ethereum. Ethereum is the biggest, second biggest currency out there. But every psycho does. The Solana did a thousand X, right? There's always those L1s that come and go. It's basically a game of musical chairs. But there's always money to be made in that. And we love making money, right? We don't, we don't romanticize how we make our money. Then you have L2s and modular blockchains, right? You have Arbitrum, the optimism of the world, right? Um, then ZK EVMs, right? And ZK privacy and all that. That's going to be a huge narrative. It already is. Then AI. OpenAI and ChatGPT has basically made the entire AI narrative huge and want to watch going forward. Almost every AI coin began pumping and doing well, right? Whether it was Fetch AI or Ocean or whatever. And then account abstraction. For crypto to go to a billion users, to go from 200 to a billion users, we have to have better onboarding and less friction. And account abstraction helps with that. So, but let me actually break this down historically speaking, right? Let's, let's rewind back in time. This is a chart of Polygon. And Polygon, one of our big wins, customers love us for Polygon, delivered a 900x return on investment from public markets. This is not investing in a private sale, although I, I do know friends who invested in the, in the seed round. A 900x on public markets last cycle. What does that mean? That means you could have bought this literally on the exchange at the all-time low price was 0.00314. Basically, it was a third of a penny. On May 10th, 2019, you could have bought this on Binance or some exchange. And by December 27, 2021, two and a half years or so, it reached an all-time high of $2.92. That's a 927x return on investment. What does that mean? That means that's turning $1,000 to $927,000 in two and a half years. This is not some VC Ponzi where only VCs got in. This was straight on exchanges, on Binance, or even a DEX, even Uniswap. But what I want to specifically zoom in on is this accumulation phase. Polygon, for literally a year and a half, was under a penny. So basically, it was boring. Think of this as the pre-halving rally. And post-halving rally, 900x, almost a 1,000x return. Now, obviously, it's very tough to time this perfectly. Uh, me personally, I only got a 400x return on this, but hey, that is still good. Turning one grand to 400 grand is very good, right? Imagine if you have 10 grand in that, right? That's basically 4 million. This is literally how you make millions. You don't have to be a VC with great deal flow. You can find these great projects using our platform, token metrics, and all our research that, are, that have great fundamentals, great technology. You get them early, pre-Bitcoin halving, during the accumulation phase, and then you wait post-halving, and then you time when to get up. And we're saying similar 2025. And so imagine taking the same approach with the next polygon. That's what I'm talking about. All right, so how do we know what, what the next polygon is? How do we find it? So here's a developer ecosystem chart from uh, uh, Electric Capital, a crypto fund as well. It's basically showing the growth of monthly active developers over time. Now, this is just back to April, but a bit as a more up-to-date chart. But basically, it's, it's the same list still, right? We see that in this bear market or bearish trend, 
Ethereum has lost 3% of developers. Polkadot has lost 12%. Cosmos has lost 10%. Now, Polkadot and Cosmos have the same use case, interoperability. The internet of blockchains, connecting several blockchains. But why are developers leaving Polkadot and going to Cosmos? That's something worth investigating. We're very bullish on the Cosmos ecosystem in the next cycle, basically post-Bitcoin halving rally. Solana has lost 12% of devs, Bitcoin, right? So we're going through trying to find patterns. Starknet has gained 83% in developers, and that's worth keeping an eye on. That fits the ZK narrative, privacy, uh, rollups on all that. So that is worth investigating. There could be some alpha there. And the speculation that there'll be an airdrop. There's money to be made in the airdrops. Now let's actually sort by what ecosystems have the highest growth. So now we're looking at Aztec protocol has grown by over 460% in developers. Although it's still a small amount of developers at 28 in terms of full-time devs, that is still worth noting. There's a trend. Developers follow the devs. If you follow the devs, you can find early alpha in projects. We've got Sui Network, 458%, Aptos, 400%. Uh, then we go to, I'll skip over to Celestia at 171% because Axie only has three devs full-time. Ton, 124%. But basically, we're using all of these to figure out where the devs are going. This does not mean this L1s or L2s will do well. If there's an airdrop, I think that would do well. Obviously, free money is free money. We love free money. Maybe it could be a project in that ecosystem. Maybe it's the it's the Uniswap on, on Sui or on Aztec or on uh, Aptos, right? That's how you have to kind of think. What L2s should we keeping should we keep an eye on, right? I said that's a big narrative. So obviously, Base has already launched. It's been doing well. Uh, Frentech is ripping, uh, making a lot of money on chain. Uh, keep an eye out on that. But these are the L2s to keep an eye on, right? Although the, this, these numbers are outdated because this goes back to just March. L2s, we got Arbitrum, Optimism, Coinbase. What's the whole premise? The premise is that these rollups are making transactions cheaper, two to eight times cheaper than running on Ethereum. So Ethereum is basically abstracting or rather outsourcing all their intensive transactions to L2s and L2s are becoming where the alpha is on Ethereum. And that's how Ethereum scales. That's how Ethereum goes to a billion users if it goes there. So in this case, here's a, an article on how people believe 110 million Coinbase users could be onboarded to DeFi. Take Binance and their chain, BNB chain, like even they're now building one on OP stack and on Optimism. So very, very bullish on the, on the OP stack. Not sure about the tokenomics. So there are kind of a VC ponzinomics, but worth keeping an eye on. Then account abstraction, not delving too much into it. What does that mean? Account abstraction turns every user account into a smart contract that can do advanced things. In the past, if you had a multi-sig or a ledger, you had to do so many transactions just to do one transaction. With account abstraction, you're basically giving a wallet or any other smart contract those abilities so it can do all that for you and you do less work. It's still secure, but you're doing less work. This makes it a lot easier to onboard, right? If you're, your non-techie friends or your parents or even grandma or grandparents want to use crypto, they don't have to be crypto experts anymore doing 20 transactions just to send one ETH, right? So this makes it a lot easier to get to a billion users. Look out for this narrative. And then ZK EVMs, right? So Polygon doing their own ZK EVM. We've got all these other ZK EVMs. We've covered most of these on token metrics on our research. So we've got Tyco, we've got Consensus, we've got Polygon, Scroll, ZK Sync, Starknet. Honestly, they're all good, right? From a code review perspective, we've done code reviews on these. They're all good. But what's the power of ZK rollups? What's the value in them? Well, ZK rollups will lower fees from anywhere from 40 to 100 times. So they're even better than just regular rollups. ZK rollups is basically God's gift to crypto. It's taken a while because it's been just more 
computationally more advanced to develop ZK rollups, but they're now coming to crypto. Easy way is all these ZK rollups, if they're doing airdrops, make that money, right? Uh, I bought a board ape last cycle. That was over six, six figure airdrop, right? So you can make a killing in airdrops as well. And the best way to do that is to find products that are launching, that have good tech, good fundamentals. All these have, for the most part, good tech and fundamentals and engage in their system and get an airdrop if possible, typically for being part of the test net or what have you. Then I am very, very bullish on Solana still. I know people said, oh man, it's, it's down, it's dead. It's never coming back. Let's be long-term optimists. How could Solana bounce back? Anybody can just think bearish, but think of what if, right? And the what if for me is the Saga phone, the Solana Saga phone with Helium Mobile, right? So for, for the first time we have a crypto first phone with a crypto first mobile carrier, right? Helium Mobile is going for five bucks a month. They're launching currently in Miami uh, in, in, in an early beta where you can literally have a phone that has a crypto app store, crypto everything with a crypto telecom carrier using the almost a million devices of Helium around the world. That is a zero to one moment for crypto. So I don't see how Solana, post Bitcoin Halving, and Helium Mobile as well, do not really bounce back from that. So that's something I'm keeping an eye on. Now, I don't have a phone yet, but I am watching this, right? So, cause as we go back to the Polygon chart, we have a long time to accumulate, right? So we don't have to buy now, but we have to have a watch list of products we're researching, keeping tabs on and seeing how the growth and fundamentals change and hopefully get better. And so that by April, 2024, we've bought that shopping list. Right, of the ones we like. The, the whole premise is find products with great technology using our platform that have the opportunity to do 100x. That's how you find the next Polygons, the next Heliums, the next Solanas, right? So I highly encourage you check out our research at research.tokenmetrics.com. We have code reviews there where you can go through and see all the products we're covering that have a score over 85%. And then also check out our platform, Tokenmetrics. We have free accounts. We also just launched Tokenmetrics GPT in early beta. It's basically using all the crypto data we have, and we're also adding external data as well. So imagine white papers, blogs, research sites, news, being able to talk to it like ChatGPT on our platform and ask it, what, what's the next 100X, right? Or how do you make a million in crypto? So definitely go try it out. It's free, there's a free account. We also have a free trial for the paid plans. Check it out. Uh, we currently have a coupon code for 25% off of token metrics. Just during checkout, use the coupon code TokenMetricsGPT. This all caps, one word, token metrics GPT. All right, so with that being said, thank you so much. Hopefully you liked this presentation on how to make millions in the next bull run. I'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you for watching this video. If you enjoyed it, we have even more content for you at Tokenmetrics. Get there using the link down below.